0: Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Trust you had a great Easter weekend with your family. The biggest celebration ever that Jesus rose from the dead. We'll be celebrating that for trillions and billions of years. Amazing that he let himself be beaten for us. And died for us and was raised from the dead. Colleen and I want to thank all of our friends and partners. Thanks for all of your support. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. So thank you so much. We sure appreciate you sending us. Uh, What a time to have the message of the coming of the Lord be uh, important for the church. I hear people say, why do you need to get into end times? Well, tell us. quarterback uh, to not show him the play clock at the end of the game. No, the plays are more crucial at the end of the game. So we get into stuff every single week that points to the coming of the Lord because it's, it's supernaturally happening right in front of our eyes. I am mean, intrigued how quiet it is seemingly in the church that Jesus is just about to come and it just seems like there should be a little bit more fanfare. But things are happening every week and that's why we get into it to show us how close we are because the rapture of the church is signless. The second coming has tons of signs, and we're watching the events really set up for the Ezekiel 38 war, which happens just after the rapture of the church. So, wow, watching those nations get in line, uh, it tells us, wow, we don't have a lot of time. We have a lot of work to do in a short period of time. So it's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. As so we see the finish line, we run faster, not slower. So, man, some several big things happened this last week. A couple of things. I forgot to get into the asteroid that came right by the the Earth. That's about 50,000 miles from the Earth last week. There's so many natural things happening, but boy, really uh, the big things that are happening this week are are Russia is amassing troops, tanks, and missile batteries on the border of the Ukraine. The Ukraine president uh, basically issued a declaration of war against uh, Russia. And the UK and the EU said uh, they they would support the Ukraine. This is huge because Russia has already gone into Crimea and it looks like they'll try to go into Ukraine coming toward Israel. So these are some of the first steps. It's not happening yet, but man, the total setup is there for it. And along with that, Russia's President Putin signed a bill that he'd be in office for two more terms going all the way into 2036. So... Interesting things happening with that, and uh, more stuff happening uh, with Iran. <laughs> you had an Iranian ship uh, attacked in the Red Sea yesterday. Now, why? Uh, this? I believe Saudi Arabia did it, really, I'm not certain who did it, because that's basically a reconnaissance ship for the Revolutionary Guards for Iran. They have that ship there spying on Saudi Arabia to help the Iranian Houthi rebels there. They, that that war has been continuing. so. Man, along with what's going on with Iran, Iran said they would come back to the table to talk to the nations about the nuclear agreement. Last week they said we wouldn't talk about it. This week they said they would. So there's a little bit of speculation in Israel about how good the agreement's going to be because the last time it wasn't very good at all. So in the midst of that, you have China committing to move 5,000 troops to Iran to protect their investment. They basically ordered $400 billion worth of oil and supplies from Iran. So a lot of the Iranian people are not excited about this, but you got a Chinese base getting ready to be built right there in Iran. The big concern is it looks like they're going to put the base right by one of the nuclear plants, so that would kind of make it interesting for Israel to do airstrikes against that nuclear plant because you'd have Chinese uh, Chinese military uh, personnel right there so israel came out this last week saying hey we can wipe out all of iran's nuclear program uh, instantaneously so i love them touting that that means that they're basically going verbal back and forth with iran so that's a huge deal for iran to commit to moving that many troops to israel i mean to iran so with with that, you've got all the talk of uh, the talking about the deal with the Ukraine and Russia uh, that a war is getting ready to break out. So you had a an attempted coup in Jordan. It's weird how there's no. Uh, basically no information about it at all. It looks like the, the president's uh, brother was put into house arrest, so it's kind of interesting with that. In the middle of that, you have Jordan saying there were too many Israelis up on the Temple Mount this last week, so a lot of push about the Temple Mount. The, 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 don't let Israel get up on the Temple Mount. In the midst of that, you had a verbiage coming out toward America. What's America think about uh, East Jerusalem? Is it going to be the Palestinian state? So America was quiet about that. So in the midst of all of of this stuff, you have earthquakes in Los Angeles this last week. I don't even get into all the floods that are happening all all over the earth. So there's stuff naturally happening. Nations specifically getting in line i know england they are they're getting perfectly in line for what's going to happen right after the rapture of the church so it should be exciting to the church and we get into all this because he loves you so much he wants you blessed he wants you strengthened he wants you encouraged so israel's president Rivlin uh, basically told netanyahu go ahead and start forming a new government even though the majority was not there so it looks like it's going to be a minority government it's so chaotic there and basically they started the trial for netanyahu right now so in the midst of Benjamin netanyahu going to trial He has to form a new government. So a lot of stuff happening uh, with that. So basically pieces are falling into place for what's going to happen just after the rapture of the church. So we're so blessed. I mean, how amazing to be living at the end of the church age. So... We always go to the scripture, though, to show us. I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Actually, you can because of all the signs. There's more verses written about what it would look like than anything in the Bible. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming. So, uh, information overload in the scripture to show us why. So we'd have a heads up, so we'd make changes. If you thought Jesus was coming tomorrow, you'd be a lot kinder tonight, be a lot sweeter tonight. So let's look at the Bible to show us all the specific clear signs. There's about 50, so we always go through them every week. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation sees those two events will not pass away until all is fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored. Because God said He would do that. It happened 120 years ago. No one spoke Hebrew, now they all speak Hebrew. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back in one day. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have all these things, the Temple Mount Institute. They're ready to start having sacrifices. They have everything that they need to start doing that. So they're in position. You have 170 different species of predatory birds that started showing up on the land several years ago. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. I mean, these are things prophesied thousands of years ago, so it's amazing to have verses come to pass in our lifetime. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. That's Lamentations 5.18. And I don't talk about it, but you can go to our website, and I'll give you scripture and verse for every single one of the 50 signs. They're on our website about signs. So there's many, many more, though. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount filled up with water. You had the Sea of Galilee. Overflowing. You had uh, Rabbi Isaac Kaduri prophesying that Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins just before the coming of the Messiah. I mean, that's radical this last year. Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz ruling together. So uh, it's basically right in front of us all the signs about his return. So then you, you have signs that men would be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. But then you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Remarkable several years ago to have four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back, 1948 when Israel was made a nation, and 1492 the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing. Signals. You've gone from signs to signals. England gets pretty excited about it, but then after that you have the Bethlehem Star. That's radical uh, that this last year you had that first time in 2,000 years. I mean, you had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was uh, Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo because he's the lion of the tribe of Judas. So, amazing. <coughs> you had Mercury do fly by the sun. I know, England, it was right in front of our face. You had Mercury do fly by the sun. Went down directly over the Temple Mount at sundown. The planets formed a sickle. The moon formed a sickle. Orion changed this instrument to, to hammer. yet had hammer and sickle. That's on the same day. That's Russia's uh, symbol. So how blessed are we? So what do we do as a church? You help your local church, help your local pastor, get, be more involved. Uh, when, when you're getting ready to get married, when you're engaged, you talk more, not less. Let your relationship with Jesus get that much more fervent to do the will of God. There should be such a reverence for him. There should be such an honor for him in all of our lives because we're about to see him face to face. Make changes, do whatever you need to do to accelerate, to do the will of God because you're about to see Jesus of Nazareth face-to-face, King of kings and Lord of lords, bright and morning star, lily of the valley, firstborn from the dead, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, King of kings and Lord of lords. Wow, we're about to see him. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday.